It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, headliner questions, and away we go. It's a good day as we get into hour number two with the headliner questions for this to be uh, Dr. Birch. And, uh, it's always a good day for Dr. Burke. That's true, but it's Halloween, and there's a lot of candy eating going on. <laughs> so this Amen. Good for business? Yeah, a lot of candy eating going on here. And, and and really, I'm guilty. I just got done. Where do you guys stand on the old Milky Way? Solid. Solid. It's all right. I don't eat it. You would, though, if it was just No, I don't there. eat. No, I don't eat. I've never eaten Milky Way. I've never been a big You've fan. You've never had a Milky Snickers? Way. Snickers? No, I've had them. They just weren't something that I would go to. You thought they were just kind of nondescript in the candy. They're kind, yeah, of, exactly. a, they're kind of a cousin of Snickers, just without the yeah, peanuts, Yeah, no, no. Right? I just like Snickers more. There's a little more peanuts in there, I think. Yeah. I like the Milky Way, but it's not a hill I die on because Reese's is better than both of those. You Correct. Know That's exactly right. I like to feel that Three Musketeers is the healthy candy bar. But it's not because because <laughs> they're all and they're both all of them are healthy. It's just yeah, it's the, the healthier. Healthiest. It's the healthy yeah. alternative to a candy bar because Easy. it's it's like that light fluff in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. That can't be mm-hmm. that bad. That's for nougat. You. Well, that can't be that That's bad. That's nougat. You. Whatever right. nougat is. I feel like nougat's- it's like the lettuce. It's like lettuce. <laughs> it's like eating <laughs> <Yeah>. lettuce. <laughs> It's Maybe almost a carrot. Chocolate lettuce. Hun, I know we have carrots in there. You toss me the three musketeers. <laughs> yeah, give me some nougat. I'm going to eat healthy tonight. I, I need some I don't want to eat nougat. carrots tonight. Let's go nougat. Yeah. So anyhow, I was eating candy during the break, and Ira has much better discipline than me. Uh, he saw that the candy was out there and did not grab any, but I could I could not. I had to partake in the Milky Way and a Reese's. I doubled down. Dr. Birch appreciates it. You know, I, I wonder, like, if, you, if you're an orth- orthodontist or a dentist, do you, like, do you push candy on people? Push sugar? Yes. It seems unethical. It seems like it's right. not something you'd do. I mean, your teeth are probably going to get messed up sooner or later right. along the way anyhow, just the living. Back but in the like day, by the way, people used to die. Being like, man, an orthopedic surgeon could tell people, why don't you take up skateboarding? Yeah. Just, the- if you're 50, take up skateboarding. Pretty, There's a good chance he'll be operating on you or she will be operating on you in a couple of years. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even Is candy that unethical? Like to me, pushing meth, meth would be unethical. That would be unethical. But Teeth are going to fall out with the yeah, meth, is what yeah. you're saying. So you're going to need some bridge work. Could you do something? A little, <laughs> Good could, point. Could you say something like, uh, you know what you should do when you lay down at night? Clench your teeth. <laughs> Just Clench them. Grind them. Clench Good. them and grind them a little bit before you go to bed. But Dr. Birch doesn't need to do any of that. None of because it. Because she earns this her This is going to be her favorite ad read she's I mean, ever paid for. how would yeah. she pick? There's so many good ones to choose from. <laughs> They're all world class. Uh, uh, com is the website. And uh, we've told you so many times our kids have all gone there. And we would highly recommend you send your kids there as well. They do tremendous work. Great customer service, payment plans. They make it as affordable and as, and as just pleasant as it could possibly be. It's not always pleasant having braces or, or Invisalign or all the techniques that Dr. Birch can do. But you'll be thrilled with the result in the process, and they do a great job. And uh, she'll probably throw some candy your way. I'll give you, the, a, I'll you give ask. you, a, a, you know, a, a testimony here. Clark walked, and this is a true story. Clark walked in the other day and said, "Hey, Dad, look," because he just got done brushing his teeth. He goes, "Look, they're coming down. They're all even now." Look at that. He was so proud, and I said, "Let me see, let me see." He walked over, and they are. They've come down from way up there by his eyes, which was bizarre. That's what <laughs> yeah. I used to call him an alien, and now they're even. They're, it's working. The Clark it Cameron before working. and afters are going to be phenomenal. Something to Incredible. behold, man. Something to behold. All right, you asked before the break where we put – how do we rank Keon in this trans- transformation? Like, we all know Jermaine Johnson was a monster. We knew it the second he stepped foot on campus, and we saw him compared to the other players. And that was largely because the roster was ass. 
And so when you saw him, you went. Jermaine must have thought, what What are we doing what? around here? I remember yeah. thinking Jermaine looked like a guy that if he had snuck into the Alabama locker room mm. and just was walking around like he belonged there, nobody would kick him out. They'd be like, oh, that, that looks yeah. normal. He must be that's a player. That's the new guy us. from Tennessee. Yeah, that's the guy. But here, he looked like a freak. Everybody yeah, was like, like, oh, who's my this God, monster? Look yeah. at this guy. It's the Incredible Hulk. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because nobody looked like him. And so, so it when was you very be, obvious. So, to me, the fact that with Keon standing out the way he does on this roster – speaks to men he may be more special right it is a, it's an amazing job to come in here and immediately look i think he's the best receiver on the team and i think it's obvious and i think uh that doesn't diminish johnny wilson it just means that keon is most yeah. polished of the receivers most pro ready of the receivers and is a guy that i think is is kind of special he's probably going to go in the first round so uh, yeah i, don't think yeah, I mean so he's, he's a stud right so it is amazing that he could come in here and then i think the the, the part about the athleticism we know he has that. You look at him. When, yeah. when you just look at him physically, you think he's different. But the fact that he got along right away with the other receivers, right. that he worked really hard, that he bought into everything that we hear Mike talk about, I mean, it's easier said than done because Mike does challenge players through hard coaching. He'll yell at Keon Coleman. He right. yells at all yeah. of his best players. And I don't know. I've heard players over the years say things like, oh, yeah, I can handle that. And then the first time they get screamed down at practice because mm-hmm. they drop the ball and they know they're the best player out there, they don't handle it all that well. But he did. He never said anything. You, and, and you get a sense that he likes it. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, and then when I asked John Papuchas about it yesterday, about the idea that he's really helped Deuce Span along because he, he, he took Deuce Span under his he wing did, from right there. away. Day one. Remember that at practice? We yeah. saw it right away. Yep. And now Deuce is turning into something more than maybe we might have expected everybody other than you, Jeff. Um, but, <laughs> and I said, you know, how much, you know, how cool is it to see him do that? And he's like, man, Keon's been great for everybody on this team. I mean, he really has. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's. In the same way that Jermaine was, right? Because right. that's what they challenged him to do. Like, but I guess that work ethic. No, I agree. I guess to me, though, it's even like, I guess Jermaine gets so much credit because he, like, what it was in the, the ashes. What is the question you're asking? What like, are you actually asking it, us to answer? Is. Is it more impressive what Jermaine Johnson did for Florida State or what Keon Coleman is doing for Florida State in terms of like elevating the whole locker room almost single handedly? Oh, well, it's hard. Impressive or important? Like, I think Jermaine will go down as one of the most important. If this thing takes off like we think it will and is on the way to doing, Jermaine Johnson is, it's, he's invaluable. It's, you can't even put up words really to how important he was to this program. Um, but yeah, man, they might win a championship with Keon, you know, yeah. and because of Keon, like they. Well, know, not I because mean, of, but he's going to be a big part of it. I was going to say, they, come on, man, Jordan Travis is probably going to be the number one answer as to why you win one, and then I would sure, throw in a few other like guys. Keon, uh, how many other receivers make that play in Death Valley? No, there he's, he's a, oh, we're not going to get into a place where we argue and how great he is. He is no, great, but but I'm saying like he might be Jermaine. This is how I meant to word it. Jermaine was a bridge to mediocrity from awful to mediocrity keon is a bridge from good to maybe championship caliber right that's like why he yeah. makes he takes you from a good team and a really good a good offense to an offense that could perhaps win a championship because the teams you see in the playoff if you get there don't have anybody that can cover them yeah and the last thing i'll that's say on this i know we got to get headliners questions we appreciate it um the one thing i would just say is that like it, it's almost like they were both at the right times because absolutely because Jermaine, yeah. Keon, if you brought Keon into that mess of a team, that might not. I don't know how much well. it, you know. I don't know how much it would have helped. Right, like you couldn't have really taken advantage of him, what you have because you didn't have a good offensive line and just you know whatever the quarterbacks weren't at this place. Yeah, whereas Jermaine could just be a wrecking crew. 
Yeah, you he know. could go out there and, and yeah, dominate the receiver games. couldn't do that by himself. Anyway. Imagine Parchment on one side and Keon on the other, though. <laughs> oh, Are you man. kidding me? Of the contenders left, writes Birch, who's the team you'd least likely want to have to play in the ACC championship game? Oh. So this might shock you. If my answer would be, and you're not going to play him, but my answer would probably be North Carolina. Because if you have – their defense Their defense is, is awful. It's awful, and I agree with you. But that game could potentially, with the receivers they have and the quarterback they have, turn into a shootout, and you could lose a shootout. Now, I would pick us to win. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we'd lose. Yeah. The question was, who would I least like to see? I don't like seeing NFL quarterbacks on the other side. <laughs> so, if Given the choice. Given the choice, yeah. I'd like to see kids that look like that Griffiths kid we just saw at <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> that was fun, wasn't it? That's just me. I like to see yeah. kids that look like that facing us. as opposed Or Schrader. To s- Maybe get you a little dash <laughs> yeah. of Schrader in there. I don't like to see 6'5", 225 with a cannon. <laughs> that's just me, guys. So that's my answer, and for that reason. Well, because he could, he's one of those guys. He's like a a, a great shooter that can get hot and go right. for forty and win a game. May could do that even with a bad defense. They'll get a couple of stops. Derek, no, you're not, Derek, you're not paying attention in this chat. I just said I'd pick us to win. He, the question was preference, and I don't want to yeah. see an and, NFL quarterback on the other sideline. And it's fair to say. I like Florida State's offense really against any defense. So playing a bad defense isn't really a huge advantage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like because you're going to score on everyone. Right. You score in the mid-30s to 40 on everyone. So you'd rather play a, a weaker offense than you'd rather play. Yeah, give me a sorry yeah. offense because we're going to score points. Right. right. That's, and that's, I haven't watched enough of Louisville to know. I mean, I know they're playing well. They haven't played anybody uh, really. I mean, they beat Notre Dame pretty handily. But so they that, was a, that was a perfect spot for them. That was a terrible yeah, spot so, for Notre but, Dame. But, yeah, so right now that's probably the likeliest scenario is Florida State Louisville right which again I know it's not a big thing but you know if you're playing in Charlotte and you're not playing a home state team you'll probably have a crowd advantage Florida State Louisville and Charlotte that that wouldn't hurt either uh what in God's name image and likeness is going on up at Clemson who has a better record over the next three seasons Clemson or Miami oh that's a good question Clemson I'm not a, I'm not giving up Dabo yet. I can't quit him. I can't quit him quite yet. It's been a rough stretch. It's going to be a fascinating <laughs> offseason to see what uh what he does in the portal if he does anything. Uh, there's a Yeah, it's a toss up. I I'd probably go Clemson too. Um but I don't know. I don't think either one of them is going to be great. Um Miami's going to get a bump in 3 years when we're all out of this conference. And they can run rough shot over the the dregs oh, that are remaining. Point. Yeah, FSU and Clemson are up and yeah. uh, playing in the Big Ten or the SEC. I guess I would say Clemson, but I think it's close. I think it's yep. close. I, I think if Cristobal can survive the year and have a decent season, he's going to recruit really well down there, and they they're invested. You know, I think mm-hmm. they're, it's going to be close. If Dabo's as broken as we think he is, and there's problems off the field, behind the scenes, within the I'm not talking about the locker room. I'm just talking about within the assistants and the administration and like the stuff that a lot of people couldn't see when Jimbo was floundering and we could all see it. Yeah. And meanwhile, the record was okay for a while there. And you're like, uh, this is broken. This is not going anywhere. And there were screaming matches and all this other stuff. Like if that's happening there, then you would have to say Miami. Did the, did you guys watch their game against Clemson at all on the replay or anything or the Miami moves. game, Miami's oh. game? Um, like no. how did their quarterback? Oh, I did watch the condensed, I watched the condensed game. How did the, that the freshman quarterback look? Because I know Flores was interested no, he, in him. He, he wasn't good in the really? game. Really? Yeah, they, no, he, they, he they threw, didn't, he threw a bunch of two-yard passes. They, and they the were afraid. Because I saw to his completion percentage was good. Oh yeah, they were all yeah. within five yards of the line of scrimmage, and they didn't want him to throw. I gotcha. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't good. 
Uh, really uh, nice kid, though. I saw him on the uh, post game thing that the ACC Network does, and he uh, with he was on the stage with uh, Rick and EJ and all those people, and he was a really nice kid. I remember Michael uh, saying that they were trying to Florida State was trying to flip him. Yeah, and he may end up being process. good, but when you're a freshman, you get thrown out there. That situation against that defense. They didn't want him to make a mistake. Uh, Dad guy writes, on the off chance Michigan self-imposes a postseason. I'm going to stop you there. That ain't happening. But, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> that's not and, happening. I mean, he does admit it's an off chance. Right. It's a very, very he off He wants chance. to know what the ramifications are. Well, it probably means that uh, a one-loss team is going to make the playoff if that happens. Because yeah. at that point, because I, I, I tend to think that Oregon would beat Washington in a rematch. In fact, if they played tomorrow, I'd pick Oregon right. to win comfortably. Uh, so then you'd have two one-loss teams out there, and then let's see, Oklahoma's now lost. Texas has a loss, you know. So one of these one-loss yeah, there's, teams, there's no way they're doing that. Harbaugh's probably off the. Of NFL course, I just said that. Anyway. I'm saying the way he asked again, off chance, what would be the ramifications? Well, I think the ramifications is that a one-loss yeah. team would get in. They need their goal is going to be to drag this out through the season and then pin it all on Harbaugh while he's off in the NFL. Well, he's going to take the Chargers job, which is what yeah. he should do because he's got a ready-made quarterback and talent all over the field that is being underutilized because their coach sucks. Uh, here we go. Hibachi Jones writes, gentlemen, with the defensive success, should Fuller move on to another school next year? Who's on your list to replace him? And there you go. Does it include Mr. I appreciate that? No, it doesn't. <laughs> he's trying to get yeah, Fuller I, hired away. I ran into a guy on the way back from uh, Wake Forest on the road I'm, I'm in Atlanta. You ran into him. Well, he was staying at the same hotel I was staying at. Oh. And he. Uh, we talked for about three minutes, all excited, talked about everything. But I'm still not sold on Adam, Adam Fuller. <laughs> I was like, I got it, man. I got you. That's never going to happen. So whatever. Hey, but you know, there is this idea, and and he may be alluding to this. Maybe maybe he's not trying to push him out of the door, just thinking that he may get a chance. All right. Well, he might. He might. Uh, He's pushing. You think he's pushing him out of the door? I think you're right. But I'm just saying, (laughs) he may not have been it that way. (laughs) Then I think if Adam Fuller leaves, you go after Elko. Well, buddy. I would be right. head over Iron. heels with that hire. I'll go with Dan Lanning. Yeah, sure. Either Dan, one. Dan Lanning, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Any other defensive-minded head coach that you love that's kicking ass at the current hey, school? Hey, Dan, I don't just know. Saying. If yeah. you, now that you've been a head coach, maybe you don't – do you not do you you don't like, like it, it, it as much as you thought you were going to like it? Come on over here, yeah. Gentlemen, in watching this team evolve last week seemed to be the first time this season that we were less interested in establishing the run first. Can we be effective against tougher opponents with a pass-first offense? Yes, and it's what we should be doing. I've been yeah. jumping up and down about this all year long. I think that's who they are. Uh, Mike's a great coach. He knows a lot more than me. I just, I just think he's hell-bent on running the football because that's been his MO his whole career. But he is not so stubborn as to not realize that sometimes you got to go about it a different way. And I think you're seeing evidence of it now. Yeah. Opening this game with all those all passes hitches. to Keon yeah. and the hitches, like he is spreading these people out and knows now that's how we create leverage. That's how we create space. And I think that's what that they got to do that. And by the way, they'll do that. They will really have to do that if they make the playoff and face Georgia or, or any of the defenses that we think they'll face. They're going to have to spread yeah. them out and throw to run. They're not conventional. Jordan's going to have to run. I mean, that oh, goes a ton. Saying. Jordan yeah. is going to have to run. Yeah, they're not going to run conventionally against a good defense. No, they're with this, not. No. With this but very few team. offenses do. Yeah, right. some can, you know I mean? some can, and this, this is the, yeah, this isn't the group to do it. Spread them out. We got weapons everywhere. Jordan's mobile. Let's go. That's the way to go. Uh, all right, Panama Noel writes. Now that Wuhan has completely lost it. Real quick on that last note, and I thought Norvell's answer to that when I asked him some, something about that topic yesterday, his answer was perfect. He's like, "Yeah, man." 
but is a is a five year pass to the to the perimeter is that not a run? You know, I mean, it's it, not. It's, and I would it, argue with him on this. It's but. not. But but in but in t- in terms of the matter of risk versus reward, correct? In, yes, yes. It's not like we're throwing the ball downfield. It's not like and it's, you're still ahead of the chain. Yeah, and that's you're yeah. accomplishing the same thing. Correct, and that's why you, you hear announcers you, say that yeah. all the time too. But I always think, well, one's very very physical and the other is not. No, for but, sure. But I but I agree. I get it. And sometimes you have to do it this way. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's you got to adapt. Uh, all right, back to Panama Noel. Now that Wuhan has completely lost it, what are they doing worse? Um, what are they doing worse? The portal. I, what are they doing worse? The portal. Oh, or, or call-in screening. Okay, I see. Call-in screening. Bet, <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Everything That's a good ab- question, and you blew it. And you know everything about that that thing in the show it wasn't was grammatically correct, Corey. But anyway. <laughs> everything about that uh, that show was everything. Everybody that played a role in it was bad. Tyler's question was terrible. The way, especially two, two and a half min- minutes answer. to that was answered minutes ridiculous. To get it off his chest, and then the show producers or hosts are letting the, him ramble. The screener, so, the everything. host, Stabo, the caller. It was a total Clemson fail. It's a blank. Yeah, it was show. like overtime a few a few weeks ago in. When Florida State yeah, was there. That's the new Clemson. It's just let people go off the rails on his college. I do agree with what you said earlier, Corey, and I've said it for years. There is no reason to have a coach's calling show. None. I would never Nobody do does it anymore. I well, think Saban does it. It's ridiculous. Does it. I used to like it when Spurrier did it at South Carolina because he, he'd be a little drunk. He'd be a little drunk occasionally. <laughs> yeah. Like He was like, oh, I'm at the end of my career. What do I care? I'm having a few pops before we get this thing there was started. The one, it wasn't his coach's show. It was the one he would do where he'd review the game. Ooh. And they like pulled it down. He off was the, wasted. <laughs> yeah. he, was plastered. Yeah. he was plastered because he drank beers <laughs> on the flight, on the flight back. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had to address it. Yeah. Remember that? He's like, listen, I've always had a couple beers yeah. after big wins. This uh, Saturday night was it. no different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That made me like him. Yeah. I was like, "Good on you, man!" He's over there just pounding cores. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Let's give me my sports coat. Let's go, guys. Let's go. Let's break it down. Uh, in addition to registers, I also heard a Jimmy Dean ad, guys, during the break last week on the podcast. If you guys considered advertising exclusively with sausage companies <laughs> right. and changing the name to Seminole Sausage Party, <laughs> no, we, we have not considered no. that. But we appreciate no, the. It would uh, be a, be a good game, but no, we're not doing that. It would be a good name. Uh, by the way, we did answer that question, Curtis, your last question about do we think we're going to change our offensive identity to be a pass-first team in order to open the run? It's kind of happening. Yeah, yeah I think it's, happen. it's happening yeah. right before our eyes. Uh, Ira promoted Clawson's post-game comments and the praise he heaped upon the Knowles. This is from Sean. Maybe not as on the nose as Dino Baber's comments, but after listening a little closer, do you guys think his comments were more adversarial than praise? No, I think they were more praise. I think yeah, he respects the hell out of Mike Norvell. I, I will say this: he's. Yeah. I I do think he's saying it through clenched teeth. I think he, oh, hates, he hates the, the fact that he and he even said it during his press conference. He said, "I thought we had passed them, and now oh, I realize they've." You know, Jesus, Dave. well, that's ludicrous. But that's but, anyhow, but it speaks yeah. to his mindset, right? Right. Like he really believes that they should. Well, Dave, you're in the wrong place, buddy. But he 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 believes it, man. Let me he tell you what it. I believe about that situation, and we're watching the transformation of college football right before our eyes. I believe, and this is a bigger topic that we could get into, but if we, when we talk about transfer portal and NIL, schools like Wake Forest are effed. Yeah. Their best players get gobbled up by the better programs. Okay. Right. So the junior seniors are off somewhere else. I know they got a kid at Notre Dame and they got another kid somewhere else. Right. All right. That's akin to this basketball program being effed because of the same reason. You're not going to win those battles that Ham used to be able to win. 
Now, if UCLA, North Carolina, or Kentucky decide they really want a kid, Ham could have beat them out under the old system. Mm-hmm. It ain't happening now. Yeah. And, and it make, breaks my heart, but uh, uh, I think that, yeah. that they're akin. It's, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge. Right, sure. and I think Wake is screwed for the same reason right. that Florida State basketball is screwed in that way. Sorry. Corey didn't want to jump in on that? I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Sad, sad, sad to say. The one thing I would say, though, the only thing I'd say on that a little bit is there are players on this Florida State football team who could have gone and made, gotten better NIL deals at other schools. They got an NIL deal at Florida State, but – they they liked what was being built here. Yeah, what's well, a nice combination together. of yeah. And like I whatever amount of money Jordan Travis is making this year it's, in it's NIL, a healthy, it's, it's, a, healthy it's a healthy amount. He could have gotten more elsewhere. Yeah, he could and have taken a one time offer to right. go and be in a better not a better situation. Right. So that's all I'm saying. Like I, that's where I do think you have a chance. You know, where yeah, you might be maybe, able to keep if, if if you get the circumstances right, you may be able to not have to always be the highest bidder or even one of the two or three highest bidders. It's but just no, the tougher, point it's tougher slowly. for sure, no yeah. question. Steve, especially writes, with the Scotty Barnes, yeah, people like that. This That's is a question for Ira, writes Steve. So, oh man, I need a break after this. Thanks for uh, leading most interviews. You, know, you start the questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This might be a dumb question, but since everyone else seems to be asking a follow-up or a double question now, Ira. Or a multi-layered question like Corey. Multi-layered I brought in last week. Will you please up your game and try a hat trick this week when you interview? Three for one. Uh, Go for a three for one. I got a three-part question, Mike. (laughs) I jokingly said it one time. And he gave you a stare? I think he laughed, sort of. No, Um, I think you've earned that. You could maybe give it a go. Three-part question. Here's a a little secret about two-part questions. In general, they're pretty awful because they're hard for the person you're interviewing to remember. A lot of times they won't answer the second part. They'll only yeah, answer they'll one of the parts. And then even if they do, a lot of times they'll answer the first one and they'll kind of give that one short shrift because they've got another one. The problem is in that setting sometimes, if you see the shot clock winding down, this is going to be a 20-minute press conference and you're asking a question there's only a couple of minutes left, you're probably not going to get the microphone again. So you, that's kind of why I feel like you need to do it. Otherwise, otherwise, because people will ask two ran, completely unrelated questions early in a press conference, and that's to me that's not the way to go. So I'm not going with a three parter. Damn it! It's a good idea, but I don't think I'll. I it wanted it. you to give it's it. Not a, doing it. Uh, I wanted you to give it a go. Seminole headlines, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. A cr- Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys, but I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant.
crazy schedule can make it easy to fall back into your dinnertime recipe rut. Keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. With so many in-season ingredients, you'll taste all the freshness of fall in every bite of HelloFresh's chef-crafted recipes. Produce travels from the farm to your door for peak ripeness you can taste. HelloFresh does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-portioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step -step recipe cards. How easy is that? Even though the fall can feel jam-packed, HelloFresh makes whipping up a home-cooked dinner actually doable with quick and easy options, including their 15-minute meals. That's less time than it takes to get delivery. And with everything pre-portioned and delivered right to your door every week, it really is a no-brainer. Life during football season has always been crazy in our house. I cover a top-five football program, my wife has a full-time job, we've got kids' activities, and there's not enough time to eat the meals we want to eat at our own house. Thanks to HelloFresh, we have delicious, trustworthy meals delivered to our door, saving us precious time to recharge and break bread together as a family. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50headlines, that's 50headlines, and use code 50headlines for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50headlines, 50headlines, and use code 50headlines for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Corey, you're going to like this one. I just read Good. this a moment ago. I think we might all like it. Alejandro gave us this question. He writes, boys, we're winning the national title. Are you aware that the only kick that Aguayo missed in 2013 was in the blowout win over Wake Forest? It's meant to be. I'm glad that he missed a kick this weekend. You take the perfect pressure off of him in a game like that. Do you guys feel the same? National championship bound because of that. <laughs> I, I heard Tom Lang yeah, talk he about that, that yeah. earlier in the week. So, uh, But, no, I want my kicker to be perfect. I don't like what I saw there. Uh, might be time for Etsu to step up, Jeff. He's ready. I talked to him yeah, last he week. He's, he's, <laughs> so, he's, so uh, our guy Ryan is – 42 out of 42 on extra points, and now 9 out of 10 on field goals. Well, I thought he was better than that. I thought he was 10 of 11. 10 of 11. So mm. he's 52 out of yeah. 53 kicks this year. Yeah, he's been really good. Corey's thinking maybe it it's a, time for a change. It was a big Just miss. Just saying, Keltner hasn't missed, Keltner hasn't missed a kick all right. Not one. Fair point. That not there. one. Yeah. Fair point. And he's just been sitting over there seething. <laughs> he's fresh. He's got a fresh He's leg. ready to go. I'm telling you, one more glimpse of weakness, and that's the end mm -hmm. of it for Fitzy. Yeah. Uh, Brandon writes, eight weeks into the season, how would your Heisman ballot shape up? Uh, Corey, vote hey, for I'm a somebody. Heisman voter. Yeah, I know you so, are, and you vote terribly. No, that's not true. I vote well. No. I would say right now my top three are, in no particular order, Jordan Travis, <laughs> what's his name from Washington, and Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> it's not bad. What are you laughing about? Uh, not bad. You have Jordan. Who would you have? You said no particular order, Kate, right? Yeah, no I order. said no particular order. Uh, who would you have? That's. I don't think it's crazy to have Jordan Travis in the top three. He's an undefeated quarterback. I'm not putting the. I'm never voting for the Michigan quarterback. You cannot convince me he's one of the top five players on that team. Uh, he is a fine quarterback. He is a game manager. They win games when he throws for 111 yards. So it is ridiculous. You know who's the fastest rising star, though, on that list now is that running back at Oklahoma State, which is insane. Yeah. Did you go well, back yeah, and look I, at? I, I'm not voting. You think an Oklahoma State running back is going to win it? 
No, I don't. I'm saying he's the fastest rising star on the list of people. Like, he came out of nowhere. Nobody mm-hmm. was considering him at all, and he's now a top 10 candidate. Well, they were god-awful early in the year, yeah. and now all of a sudden Think about that. They lose to South Alabama. Their program's in shambles. And are we going to be shocked when they beat Oklahoma? Because I'm not. <laughs> I mean, and that's No, just... their offense found it. Gundy was right when he was yeah. talking about they just got to do some things differently, it... man. We made fun of them back in early September. He's figured it out. Well, they went to that running back, and they've just been riding him the whole time. And dude is rushing for 200. 50 yards a game. Yeah. It's just crazy what he's done. Uh, I don't know. I haven't given the Heisman a single thought. Uh, I do think Jordan's going to beat in New York. I, I, I think I that's, that's I would agree with that. I think that Jordan's Which is gonna, great. Which is all I really care about. Yeah. I hope he yeah. gets there. It would be awesome. Uh, right now, I'm leaning towards Marvin Harrison. Yeah. Because I, I don't think that Ohio State offense is very good at all. I don't think that quarterback is very good at all. Um, and I think people are tired of voting for quarterbacks. Jordan has a chance to, I mean, if. Miami could be sort of marquee. You're playing at the Swamp. You've got an ACC championship game. He can impress voters. I just don't know if the competition level will be enough. This kid, Marvin Harrison, gets Michigan, and he gets a Big Ten championship well, game what, against that Vaughn Island defense. And he might have get a Michigan that doesn't know his signs, which yeah. goes a long way. They don't even know who Marvin Harrison is. Uh, back to the questions at hand here. Boys, it's back to the future time. Go with me here. It's late June. We're arguing about the godforsaken soul-sucking conference and making fun of Jim Phillips. Suddenly, October 23rd, Corey appears in a vision flying down Snuggy Hill like a bald sheet white eagle, white eagle of vitamin energy. He tells you guys that we're 8-0, just beat the brakes off Wake, half the stadium was filled with Knowles, and the playoff is on the table. How are you celebrating? Let's appreciate mattering again. Eat registers. Get your teeth fixed by Birch. Thanks. Good stuff. If it's June, we had, if I had come down. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's cool, man. I'm trying not to take it for granted. It's really neat that they're back in this spot. I didn't know if they'd ever be back in this spot, any, certainly anytime soon, because the, the depths were so low. Um, but, yeah, here they are. They're maybe – I mean, they have a chance. There, there's nobody in the country you'd be like – I know you said they you would pick Michigan, right? But it's not like you would pick Michigan to blow them out. Like Florida State belongs on the field with anybody in the country. They can beat anybody in the country. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's certainly uh, a distinct. It's possibility. really cool that they're in that spot now. It's a cool. It it is. It's really cool. Just full stop. It's really yeah. cool. Also, it's a perfect year. Like they got right at just the right time. Like next year, they're not going to be a national championship caliber team, in my opinion. But I think they'll be very, very good. They could win the ACC and all those things. But I also think if you start projecting ahead with some other programs or where they're going to be, this year works perfect. Right. And, and, and they picked a really good time to get good. And one thing that Dave Clawson said, and Dino Baber said, and I think we would all agree with, is that they did a great job of retaining, re- understanding the situation, that the opportunity that was there. Right. And yeah. and and the battles then comes out. You keep that guy. You keep that guy. Right. You keep that guy. You got a chance. And then you go out and bring some other guys in, and and so a lot of the credit has to go to the battles end. And I know you guys, you're always beating this drum, but uh, they're they're not going to be able to do what they can do for a long time if you guys aren't supporting them. So if you if you, you like what they're doing. You do it for as little as like $8 a month. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy to do. Uh, David writes, hey, gents, no question, just an observation. I had the honor of being amongst that great FSU fan reaction or fan section, excuse me, in Winston-Salem on Saturday. I had a friend with me who isn't really a big-time college football fan. During the coin toss, he commented on the noticeable size difference between the two teams, saying about Wake, they're in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool, considering where we were two years ago. It's great to be near the field and hear the uncensored Odell in the third quarter. Oh, I'm oh sure. I bet. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. You get to hear it all at Wake. There's, no, there's nobody making any noise. 
everybody can uncomfortably hear everything that is said uh, in and around the stadium there. It uh, was it was at Wake when Jimbo was dog cussing Xavier Lee from the from the coach's box. Yes, and they were doing the construction, so all the fans in front of him could hear it. And oh man, Jimbo was losing his mind, and there were people with like kids in the stands looking back. <laughs> well, yes. They should have been on the hill. Yeah, they should have been. Take on the it hill. to the hill, kids. Yeah, that's right. Josh writes, how about Deuce Span as a kick returner, huh? Is he poised to become the most dangerous weapon we've had there since Kermit? Oh, yeah, I think he already is, probably more yeah. so. Um, the way he's progressing and that size with that speed, yeah. that is silliness. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. he's uh, it's fun to watch him in the open field. And um, I'm not going to point out who I was sitting next to, but when he catches the ball four yards deep in the end zone, mm. the initial reaction is, hey, man, what are you doing? Don't do that. That, but Deuce, when the Deuce gets loose, Ira, it, it might have been somebody be on the show. Five yard touchdown. Mm. Hey, when he catches it five, six, seven yards deep in the back of the end zone, if I'm in that box, you hear LHS ready to ride. Go, Let's go. go. Let's go. If he it's catches it by the back pylon and barely keeps his feet in. I want time him to, to stop go. Let's go, go, baby. Make a play. Get loose. You can't have a 109 yard kickoff if you don't take it out from nine yards deep. Buddy. <laughs> Not a huge fan of the return to the twenty yard line and the back block in the back putting you at the nine. Yeah, me I've seen neither. that a few but, too hey, many times. It's St. Willie Taggart's team. Yeah. You're, you're right. That, that you're stuff right. It's the do span era where right. guys yep. are motivated. <laughs> they don't have to block illegally for do span. Right. He's got the nope. kind of wheels just, that gets out in front. Just just barely touch a guy and it's probably off to the races. Way a little bit. That's all Deuce needs. Uh, Jason writes, gentlemen, Dabo just unleashed an unhinged rant on a fan. Clemson is floundering on the field and their recruiting is starting to suffer. So I ask you, will we see the Sweeney family Christmas tree on the curb this holiday season? Dabo to Texas A&M. Mm. That would be all. That would be incredible. That like Texas A&M takes another just disgruntled, completely disillusioned coach that had won a championship before. I will say this though, man. Like I, I don't know. I feel like Dabo. We all feel like Texas A&M's got that cult feel to it. I feel like Dabo would like that kind of environment, like where everybody's like paying homage to him, and it's all about him. I could see him being enticed by that. Especially if he's uh, if he's not uh, getting the you uh, think he could do the all adora- the boot adulation boot kicking. He stuff. could get into. Could you see him getting into that? Yeah, that Slapping and boot kicking yeah, stuff. I could see him getting into yeah, that. Yeah, I think he'd yeah. get them to all wear uh, Nikes. What was the Heaven's Gate? What was that cult that they all? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was Heaven's Gate. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, all wearing he could the get them to do that. That's an old school reference, guys, and a bit a little bit dark. No, but, but it's Halloween. Both. You're supposed both. to make kind of references. Both right up your alley. It's also beautiful. It was awesome. It's. I mean. I, you can't feel sorry for anybody so dumb as to believe a spaceship is coming down to get you, but make sure we're all dressed the same with the right shoes on so that they take us to whatever that planet was. He said they were hey, going we don't to. know it didn't yeah. work out well for us. We, <laughs> we don't, don't know at all. We don't they know, do we? come back, sure. but it's, been, sure. it's only been like 20 years. Context clues seem to suggest that, yeah. yeah they, what was it? The, the uh, what bot comment was it? Uh, Hale's bot. Hale, Hale bot. Hale yeah, bot. that's what it Hale was. Seems like it was going to coincide. Everything was going to be all right. The best was SNL doing a commercial parody the next week of for Nike with all the Nikes under with the sh- with the sheets with over the, the sheets bodies over and the, just the yeah. Nikes. Oh, it was tremendous. Super Bowl headlines, ninety three three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV <laughs> continues in a moment. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. 
let's keep it rolling here. Back over to uh, Twitter. Who is more likely to pull a hamstring running down a hill, Corey Clark or Dabo Sweeney? I mean, I'm in better shape than Dabo now. For the first time in either one of our lives, I'm in better shape, so I would say Dabo. But he's, he's had older a lot, than me. He's had a lot more experience at it. Like he well, does no, it I'm more likely to fall and just roll down the hill, but I don't think I'd pull my hamstring. I think that's on Dabo. He's got it's probably a little tighter, a little tighter muscles. How's uh? How's the Achilles doing? You all right? You're going to be able to run I'm good. I'm running hill? again, Jeff. I'm oh, running again. that's what I want so to hear. Good. That's hey, good shape. Real yeah. quick, and uh, not to dampen the mood too much, but oh. uh, there was news that came out today if you want to share it, Jeff. Yeah. No, go ahead. You got okay. it. Yeah. Uh, Brooke Wyckoff. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, Corey, because it just came out in the last couple hours. But Brooke Wyckoff, Florida State's women's basketball coach, friend of all of ours. We've, we've known Coach Wyckoff for a long time. Some of us may be going back to our playing days. I do. And uh, they, uh, she actually had surgery today to remove a mass. Um, she's got dealing with breast cancer. Um, but they feel like they got it in time. The surgery went well. She's going to miss their exhibition game Wednesday night. But they think she'll be back on the sideline for their uh, opening game of the season. So we just want to tell Coach Wyckoff we're we thinking sure about will. you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, everybody else should as well. She does a great job. Great Noel. And uh, we all, you know. She was, by the way, just as an aside, I know this is much more about her health, and we do wish her nothing but the best and wish her well and full recovery as quickly as possible, but she was an awesome player. Yeah. Uh, at that time, I was uh, roommates with uh, the play-by-play announcer for oh, women's yeah, yeah. basketball, Todd and, Van Dyke, and right? she was incredible. Yeah. I still love watching her yeah. play. She was a dominant player. So, yeah, uh, many moons ago. Not uh, as good as Tania Latson. No. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. I don't no, know what that had to do with anything. <laughs> just but, say it. Yeah, Tania yeah. Latson's awesome. Yeah. She's the best player in school history. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, fellas, I was at the game this past weekend, and there were Seminole fans all over the place. I've been to the last four at Wake, and this was by far and away the most Knowles at that game. What's been the big, biggest showing of Knoll fans at any away game that you can ever remember? Man, you guys would definitely know more. Well, I will tell you that there have been stretches when Miami uh, was yeah. set up to take an ass kicking, and we would overtake the stadium. Did they down w- there? Was the uh, the probation game was like hundred nothing. nothing? Was that down that there? Was here. That was here. That was here. Yeah, that was, was here. Tallahassee. That was awesome. We were dancing before the kickoff. We they that ass kicking was coming, and they knew it. But what's the, like so in one of those games where they knew they were going to get beat? I mean, was it half Florida State fans? Oh yeah, uh, I've been down there before where. They knew they were bad. They knew they were going to get beat, and it was pretty early on. Like they may have been there early to make it fifty-fifty or you know sixty-forty, right. and then they're all gone. They're gone. It's, yeah, it's they like, all leave at half. The, yeah. Half those games, yeah, and then it's um, all gone. But I would say, like I guess LSU last year doesn't count because it's not a true road game. Well, like, it's a neutral side game, yeah. but that was incredible. It was impressive. That was very that was impressive. Nuts. Yeah, that was crazy. That was uh, and look, man, it's crazy that they sold out three straight games against Virginia Tech, Syracuse, and Duke. Like it's just, I think it speaks to where this fan base is. Number one, how starved it was for a team like this, but also how much they believe in this coach and these in this particular team, and they want to go enjoy this again. They want to embrace this, and that's why, you know, I know. Wake only seats 32,000, but 15,000 of them were Florida State fans. That's by far the most. To me, that's the most That's the most Florida State has taken over another stadium. Like Miami, they'll take it over in the third quarter. But this was from the jump. It was cool. It was cool. It really came. I know yeah. you guys were in the stadium. It came across on television very Good. clearly. It was loud, yeah. and it was funny because, like, if Wake Forest had something go their way, which they didn't have much, but if they had a call that went their way, <clears throat> it sounded like a home Florida State game booing the refs. 
It was uh, yeah. uh, it was amazing. You're like, well, how about that? They're booing, and then yeah. Wake just got a 15 yard. I mean, it's Wake, crazy. I think Wake had a false start on offense because the Florida State crowd was so loud. Right, right. It was awesome. Um, all right, here we go. Did you guys snuggle each other on the hill? Uh, we should have. We, we, we talked about this. it. Uh, well, we did. We didn't film it. Yeah. Iron uh, and I don't like to film our embraces. We we keep that kind of personal. Or we'll film it. It'll but always we just send be it to between the two of you, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We send it to each other, maybe a few friends, but we're never going to put it out for public consumption. I don't think. Judson, Ira. We, I mean, if the price is right, Corey. Oh, I was going to say you could. <laughs> anybody could be bought. Yeah. We'll we'll do anything on camera. <laughs> yeah. For the right price. Yeah. You could do the dance music we used to do for Jimbo. Yeah, oh, yeah. anything. Literally, I will do anything on camera if you pay me enough. Judson wrote, "If y'all were Dabo in that situation, what would you would would what would have been your answer?" We answered this one, Judson. Sorry, um, I, I would. He started just fine. He started out with, "You're yeah. you're free to have your opinion." We've had an awful lot of success around here, and it just kept going. You don't need to continue to. Engage in that situation. Only it's going to make you look bad. Appreciate the post. Uh, what rank do you think FSU will open up with from the committee? Uh, I said third. I, Me too. I three. Yeah, three is where I feel like also. But I'm not sure exactly. I'll, but you guys are, disagree a little bit on Michigan or Ohio State. Um, I think I'm probably I – I think you guys gave your four. I would say Georgia – Michigan, Florida State, Ohio State is what I think it's going to be. I think the way the order will play out tonight, the more I think about it. Are they following their own Who knows, state? I mean, that's Who the knows, thing. Jeff? I mean, okay. It's been nine years since we paid attention to this dumb show, and I assume it's the same. I thought you were going to say dumb something else. Yeah, if they're following their own modus operandi the way they've described it in the past, then they have to probably put Ohio State one in Georgia two and Florida State three and – Right. In Whatever gets, four. if it happens, and again, there's a lot of football left to be played. I'm not predicting anything, and I'm knocking on wood. Whatever gets Florida State to New Orleans that's, is that's all I'm what, rooting that's for. That's all you want, yeah. That's all I'm rooting for. What are the chances Clemson stops taking live callers on the coaches' show starting next week? Yeah. No, then that would mean that Tyler won, and Dabo's not going to give Tyler from Spartanburg the mm. satisfaction of ending his call-in show. During next year's ACC Media Days, can you all bring Tyler with you for your interview with Dabo? <laughs> uh, Dabo, before I give you some of my questions, we wanted Tyler to weigh in. Coach, I believe you guys know one another. Uh, that, that would be ideal. Uh, why have we abandoned our very successful two-back set from last season? It was unstoppable, guys. That's uh, Lindell wants to know. I don't know that – yeah, we, we, we don't do it as much, but uh, – yeah. I mean, every week, every year, they change things up based on personnel, based on what they got up front. I don't know. And they're running pretty good offense right now. I'm not going to worry about it. And when they do, sometimes they will do it. It feels like Jaheim is the back. Yeah, they do it mostly with Jaheim, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bob writes, does Clemson's meltdown this season impact their attractiveness to the SEC? Curious if this could negatively impact FSU's time frame for an ACC departure. No. I wouldn't think so. No, I don't think so either. Um, I'm reminded because there are plenty of people have sent pictures in of the gentleman who asked Jimbo about his loyalty when mm-hmm. that happened. Yeah. And I will tell you that the day after that happened, I went into a pizza shop to get uh, pizza to go as one does. And he was in there and came mm-hmm. up to me and we shared a beer. Yeah. And the next mm-hmm. day when I got to ESPN, where I was working at the time, there was a picture of this gentleman on the door and it says, not all hero- heroes wear capes. Right, right, right. And it was right there on the yeah. front. Yeah. How much fun that was? He's uh, in fact, there's a thread on the message boards where people brought him up because of the Tyler thing. 
And uh, he responded in the thread. He's like, yeah, that's me. And he does. He is a member of our site. I'm probably other sites as well, but he is a member of our site. No, no, I've no, actually, no, he's not. He's a member of our site well, and only our site because he's gonna, smart. I'm not going to say that. But anyway, he's uh, yeah. I've actually had the opportunity to have lunch with him. Nice guy, and yeah. uh, he did he did the program a solid. He did. And it, it, to me, like people are going to compare him to Tyler. I don't think his was not even close. It wasn't even exactly. Close. It was just like not I mean, that was a fair close. question at that point. Also, yep. by the way, they put their hands on him. I've right. been like, bitch. Yeah, that was. They walked him out. It's like, man, get your hands off. We might have had a different film situation <laughs> yeah. if the guy touched me that was that was crazy he was like just pushing him like whoa yeah. partner what are we doing here so are we still playing in ireland next year smiley wants to know yep yep as far as we know already got my tickets well no i you don't you don't have any tickets stop lying to no people. we have a hotel reservation we do okay we got a hotel Definitely reservation you don't that. need yeah. tickets you're good to go That's true. um can i get something off my chest real quick since go. we just talked about jimbo and that whole scene yeah because oh, the other day i <laughs> sorry Corey. I tweeted about Jimbo the other day. Make, I made fun of his quote where he said that, uh, hey, our first goal is getting to a bowl game, which I, is just comical. You're in year six, and that's like, you know, it's your big goal, Jimbo. Right. But anyway, uh, and somebody responded to me and said, like, hey, can we just move on? Like, do we have to keep, you know, going after Jimbo Fisher? I just want to say again, like, the, and the reason I want to bring it up is because that week where the coach is showing the reason Mike from Tallahassee did what he did was because it was insane the fact that he had basically already taken this job to the Texas A&M yeah. and was still at Florida State trying to coach out the rest of that season when everybody – we knew he was leaving. He knew he was leaving. And then that freaking press conference – and the reason I will not stop taking shots at him, that oh. press conference after the Florida game where he called us out, Corey and me and Gene, and, and, and said we were all writing this stuff for the clicks and for the money Right. when we knew he was leaving and he knew he was leaving and he to call us out, and he already was leaving. Anyway, that's just been bothering me all week, and so if you see me take shots at Jimbo when I'm 80, that's going to be why. <laughs> you sound like I'm, Dabo going against uh, Tyler from I'm not Spartan punching Bird. down at J- Jimbo. Jimbo no, and, but buy- also, can we, can we talk about how dumb it was for him to leave? How oh, are yeah. we liking College Station, Jimbo? Uh, well, How's your career arc uh, he going? he tell you his bank account's doing all right. Yeah. He doesn't care about that. <laughs> I he know he doesn't care about that. He wants to win championships, yeah. and he sucks. But he wouldn't. That, play, that program sucks in year six. I will just say this. It was so broken here, he could not have got it, it back Yeah, together. it was past the it point where never, He would have never got but, it turned around. But he, he could over. have made some better decisions along the way. Oh, I bet up to yeah, all he would have been better than Willie. And maybe more Norvell could have taken over from Jimbo in year 2019. I'm not sure that's true. Yeah. Uh, no, man. It was, it was completely it was broken. It was completely no, broken. I know, but you it never was know. completely broken, and everybody in the world hated him. Everybody. Well, that didn't help. Every yeah. single person that worked over there, everybody he spoke to, everybody he encountered, everybody he waved to, everybody he looked. At, I remember when we hated wrote, him when we wrote the Jimbo Chronicles thing, and uh, we kind of aired some of the dirty laundry after he left, and somebody on the staff who'd been there for a long time. I ran into him. He's like, man, I thought, where's the good stuff? <laughs> I was like, man, I well, thought we probably some went, of the good stuff. I thought we was, went overboard. He was winning a lot of games. I, no, I, but he hey, this like, isn't Jimbo. This right. isn't about Jimbo anymore. He's in College You're Station. Right. You got a coach. We got You're a coach right. that Florida State fans like. Yeah, it's um, it, they're in a good situation right now. But it's always fun to reflect from whence they came. So it's yeah. good. Like we, we there was yep. a long stretch, guys, uh, yeah. where none of this was possible. We only have a minute left. I'm not taking any more questions. And so that's the and again one last thing. So the the thing about the the article that ESPN ran by David Hale and Andrea Adelson, who I like just fine, but that article four years ago, whenever it was, that just trashed FSU and trashed. Um, 
the university as much as it did anything and explained why Jimbo had to leave because the resources weren't there and why they failed Willie and all this. Like, that's why I didn't get too fired up about their article last week about how they turned it all around because, like, I felt like things were misrepresented back then. It was just they gave Willie and Jimbo all these opportunities to trash Florida State and why things were poor at Florida State when those two guys had a big role in it. I think they could have uh, been a little bit more even-handed. It wasn't as bad as I think you think it is. We disagree on that. But I I understand where you're coming from. It wasn't completely fair. Yeah, they could have gone a little bit more heavy-handed on – because I know they interviewed all of us for that that piece, amongst others, and we told them the stuff we knew about the the behind-the-scenes things. It was always interesting. They didn't interview me. Well, they interviewed. I they, I they, interviewed you by got excluded. And, uh, Adelson. I, I was interviewed, but uh, I'm speaking being... of Adelsons, how about the uh, current trial going on in Tallahassee? That's Holy what, cow! They're all going to jail. That's what I'm going to watch right after this. <laughs> all right, there <laughs> yep. you go. Luckily, there's 20 seconds left in the show, guys, as we can set the say goodbye for Ira and Corey. Director, good job as always. Everybody else, peace. Thank you so much. And tonight, seven o'clock reaction mm-hmm. show to uh, the rankings. And there's yeah. a game Saturday against Pitt. There's your preview. And we'll talk about it. It'll be fun. Peace.